In this episode, I look back over 2015 and the topics and issues we discussed on the podcast. And I look forward to next year with a particular focus on marketing your business and going for growth. That's all right here in episode 72 of the Marketing, Protection and Finance podcast. Welcome, you're listening to the podcast for financial services professionals looking to share business ideas and inspiration in the world of marketing, protection and finance. For each episode, you can find the show notes and links to things we talked about at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF. So let's get on with the show and here's your host, Roger Edwards. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Empath Podcast. Whether you're listening to this in the car, on the treadmill, on the train, or whilst you're preparing your Christmas dinner, thank you so much for plugging me and my guests into your earphones. If you enjoy the podcast, do please share with at least one friend or colleague, either by email or on social media. The more people we can get listening to the podcast, the more I can attract interesting guests willing to share their insights and ideas and passion with you. There's no guests this week, as I'm saving them all up for 2016. So this week, it's just me and the mic. And what I thought I would do in this short episode is to share my thoughts with you about what's happened in 2015 in the world of marketing, protection and finance. So, I published 46 episodes of the Marketing Protection and Finance podcast in 2015. That's almost one a week, allowing for a couple of weeks when I was on holiday and when I succumb to the lurgy. During that time, I've been delighted to welcome some very influential guests onto the show, and they have been particularly forthcoming with their ideas and insights, which I hope you enjoyed. It's interesting to reflect over that guest list and on the topics that we discussed. Now, I originally intended for the Empath podcast to be about how to market protection and how to market finance. However, it became very clear early on that people really enjoyed pure marketing episodes, i.e. those episodes which were dedicated to helping you, the listener, to grow your own businesses. And it doesn't really matter whether your business is a large product provider, an advisor one-man band, a small advisor company, or indeed any form of financial services professional from a consultant to, to whatever you are. It was the episodes on marketing which consistently had higher numbers of downloads. So I thought maybe that's an area for focus for the future. And that's certainly been borne out in the listener survey, which I've had running for about the last four weeks. The most popular episode in terms of download numbers was David Ferguson from Nucleus, and he talked about new finance models in the financial services industries, particularly around platforms. That was back in episode 26. And it was the first episode of 2015. David shared with us the fascinating story of the growth of platform business Nucleus. We learned about his amazing and unique culture, how they've embraced digital technology and how they use social media. You know, that's still an episode that's worth listening to. Go and have a look. RogerEdwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF and scroll down until you find episode 26. So let's have a look at the podcast episodes which were focused purely on marketing topics. 
Great episodes including number 28, where Eileen Murphy talked about CRM, business processes, and successful relationships. In episode 31, Phil Calvert talked about using LinkedIn to find clients. Richard Taylor talked about why content marketing is essential financial services businesses, and that was in episode 32. In episode 34, David Worsfold talked about digital communications and honing your protection skills. Bridget Greenwood, in episode 36, talked about planning for social media success. And in episode 40, Katrina Standingford talked about excelling at financial services qualifications. Later, in episode 47, Peter Timberlake talked about how to build a successful media profile. And I was most pleased in episode 51 to be able to welcome Ryan Hanley from the United States to talk about adrenaline-charged marketing and content warfare. Ryan Hanley is a well-known marketer from the United States, and it was awesome that he agreed to come on to the show. What I learned from all of this is that everyone is keen to embrace digital technology, keen to embrace content marketing, and keen to embrace social media to grow their businesses. However, there are certain degrees of concern about the compliance aspects of many of these media platforms. In fact, the major product providers seem concerned almost to the point of paranoia. Some companies have extremely draconian sign-off procedures for social media, which effectively mean they, they cannot use social media in the manner to which it was intended. Now, we've discussed on the podcast how to overcome these fears, especially using social media to broadcast not financial promotions, but simply information. In fact, whilst recording the podcast, I came up with my own personal mantra for social media and compliance, which was, don't push product, point to great content. If you fancy downloading a free guide to using Twitter, specifically written with financial services professionals in mind, please visit rogeredwards.co.uk and fill in the box signing up to the Marketing Protection and Finance Community. In exchange for your email, I'll send you an updated version of the Twitter guide, which includes information specific to the most recent FCA guidelines. Since leaving big corporate, where I was marketing director for many years, I've specialised in offering marketing consultancy support and mentoring. That's what I do now. If you need help with your marketing strategy, with your content marketing, or with your social media, please do visit rogeredwards.co.uk to find out how I could help you and your business. You could book a free Skype consultation on my website and indeed schedule some online mentoring and consultancy using the same platform. Moving on to protection, and we kicked off the year in episode 27 with Esther Dextra from Scottish Widows talking about improving customer engagement in the protection market. It's been interesting to follow Scottish Widows' progress since that episode, and of course they launched back into the protection market later in 2015. Tom Connor, in episode 33, shared the lessons that his company, Drewbury Insurance, had gleaned from their own insurance survey. It was very powerful stuff, and it also shows that it's not just the realm of major product providers to create authoritative and interesting research studies. It would be good to see many more smaller financial advisor firms following Drewbury's lead and creating their own content such as this. 
In episode 37, Christine Husbands from Red Ark spoke eloquently about added value services on protection products. These are becoming more popular across the market and most of the majority of menu protection providers offer services such as emotional and practical help, second opinions and rehabilitation services. Paul Avis from Canada Life Group Insurance and John Ritchie from Ellipse spoke passionately about group protection insurance. And you know, it's interesting to see how group protection doesn't seem to have been constrained by some of the same market forces which have created the flat market we see in the advised individual protection sector. Johnny Timpson in episode 62 talked about customer engagement and once again, conversation turned to the Seven Families Initiative. This topic comes up on the podcast week in, week out, and is a great example of the industry working together to promote and improve its image with consumers. However, it is clear that Seven Families is only scratching the surface of what is possible. It suggests that much more is needed, and I do hope the industry finds a way to continue and indeed expand upon the success of Seven Families. I talked to Andrew Wibberley about sleepwalking into preferred life underwriting. I talked to Nigel Bradshaw about big data and whether that would simplify or indeed complicate protection applications. And most recently, Pete Chadbourne again implored the industry to find a way to speed up processing times. So whilst the group protection insurance market might be finding new ways to innovate, what is clear to me is that the advised protection individual sector is still relatively flat. It is stuck in a cycle it cannot extract itself from. Constantly cutting rates in order to appear competitive on comparison services means the underwriting becomes harsher and more people don't get the rate which they thought they were going to get when they were quoted. Companies continue to add many conditions and illnesses onto their products, complicating them in the process, but they can't stop doing this because they have to appear competitive on the many comparison engines out there. AIG recently took a huge step forward in the number of illnesses covered and the quality of the cover for cancer that they offer. I've thought for a while now that what the industry needs to do is to plot the ultimate destination of the critical illness race and then someone needs to jump to that finishing line rather than limp towards it step by step. AIG have taken a huge step but they haven't quite hit the finishing line just yet. But it was gratifying to see a company making a bigger leap than normal. However, the industry does need to find a way out of this constant cycle of price cuts, harsher underwriting and adding illnesses because ultimately none of these things engage customers. And customer engagement is the most important challenge facing the protection market at the moment. So finally, the finance section of the podcast, where we cover other propositions such as pensions, investments, and of course, the very popular subject of platforms. The aforementioned David Ferguson described the rise of Nucleus. Annabelle Brody smith in episode 42 talked about investment company opportunities post-RDR. And Chris Dames has appeared twice on the podcast to talk about auto-enrolment. Of course, the changes to the pension rules, the so-called pensions freedoms, have dominated headlines in the financial services press over the course of 2015. And there's more to come, with the government recently announcing that they will be encouraging a second-hand annuity market in 2016. 
Another thing that is clear to me recording these interviews for the Marketing Protection and Finance podcast is that despite many steps forward in terms of customer engagement, cleaning up our act in certain areas, the general public still view the financial services industry with disdain. You only need to read the tabloid newspapers and particularly the comments that appear under articles about financial services companies that we are still considered to be scam artists, rip-off merchants and generally lacking in integrity. The vast majority of financial services professionals, of course, are just that professionals, completely professional, highly qualified and full of integrity. However, it saddens me to see and read about the scams that are already being perpetrated around pensions freedoms. And it seems that the second-hand annuity market will only perpetrate further the number of dodgy schemes that we see. Isn't it a shame that there will always be individuals out there who will try to gain almost criminal advantage of such legislation? Whatever happened to integrity? It doesn't matter whether we're talking about protection products, pensions products, investment propositions, platforms, annuities, or even short-term income protection. This industry still suffers from its past mis-selling scandals, or its poor communications, or its complex propositions, and often its inaccessibility. Digital communications, content marketing and social media gives the financial services industry a remarkable opportunity to truly engage with customers at all ages. I would like to think that we could stamp out the scams and the rip-off propositions and truly create an industry that we can be proud of. That is my firm desire for 2016. So, that's it for 2015. The podcast is going to take a break for a couple of weeks over Christmas and will return in the new year. I already have some great guests lined up for you next year, and again, the focus will be on marketing and how you can promote and develop your own businesses. And of course, we will be talking about protection propositions and finance propositions as well. I'm also considering introducing a new theme tune to the show. Now, okay, the theme tune is probably the least important part of the show, but I've been thinking about changing it for a while. The current theme tune is rock music based, and it's quite a long introduction. And I think people like something a little shorter, perhaps a little snappier. I composed the original using GarageBand on my iPad, and I've been playing around with a few new tunes using the same app. I've come up with a techno piece of music, and I wonder what you think of it. I'm going to play out the show today using that music, so do please let me know what you think. Should this techno replace the rock? Techno or rock? And to finish off, just a few thank yous. Producing a podcast is great fun, but it's also great to have support and feedback from my peers in the industry. So I'd like to thank Martin Bamford and Pete Matthew in particular for their support throughout 2015. Words of encouragement, advice on equipment, and just friendly help. These guys are doing great things with their own content marketing and building their own brands as a result. So Martin, Pete, thanks very much for your support during 2015. Also, thanks to Bridget Greenwood, who appeared back in episode 36, for working with me on some new ideas, particularly using that new video streaming platform, Blab. Video streaming is one to watch in 2016, whether it's the aforementioned Blab, another app called Periscope, or even the new live streaming service on Facebook. I believe these platforms could be very interesting for the financial services industry. The key is to overcome the fear of social media that some companies have and put these apps into the marketing mix. 
And thanks once again to all the other guests who appeared on the show in 2015. And of course to you, the listener, for downloading, for streaming and for plugging me and my guests into your earphones. I really appreciate you taking the time out to listen to the Marketing Protection and Finance podcast. There's still time to fill in my listener survey and you have until the end of the year to fill it in and potentially win a bottle of champagne. Simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash survey. That's rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash survey. And it'll only take you two minutes to fill out the questions. So that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for your support and have a great Christmas. Have a fabulous new year and I look forward to seeing you next year for some more marketing, protection and finance podcasts. Oh, and here's that potential new theme tune. to the Marketing Protection and Finance Podcast. Do please look at the show notes at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF for links to the apps and topics and books we discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash iTunes and leave a review. If you are a provider or advisor or journalist and you have a product, campaign or business model you'd like to talk about, please get in touch. You could be the next guest on the show. And do remember, nothing we talk about on the show is financial advice of any kind. It's all just thoughts and opinions, okay? Okay.